This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and happy New Year's Eve. It is Allie Party again on behalf of the Phoenix Fire Department. This show is brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. I'm very excited. Another bright and early morning with my friend and mentor, <laughs> Assistant Chief Shelly Jameson. Good morning. Good morning, Allie. I should say bright. I'm not bright and early, dark and early. <laughs> it, it, it is It is still dark outside, but we're having fun. Yes, we are. I hope you had a good Christmas. <laughs> I did. I did. How about you? Yes, we did as well. Always I, nice to spend time with family. It is. And I have to selfishly say that I have been promoted to auntie at this time. Oh, I'm so I excited know. for you. Our first auntie granddaughter has been brought into the Vetner party family. So our beautiful, beautiful little baby niece. It was a perfect Christmas gift. I was going to so. say in Christmas, the perfect time. This is the most anticipated child in the world. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like this is like the royal family's child. I feel like I um this this the whole Christmas season just got a whole lot ex- more expensive for the years to come for our family. Just so. wait till they turn 13, 14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's going to be spoiled rotten in a good way. Good. But uh, anyways, thank you. I digress on to the reason we're here today to talk about (laughs) what an exciting time for the Phoenix Fire Department and just everybody. The seasons of the holidays is always really exciting. And us as Phoenix Fire, we have an obligation to share safety information. And Uh, the loyal listeners of Valley Watch know we've been covering the holidays, you know, talking about keeping the Christmas tree watered and when you're putting the tree or the lights up to not overextend the ladder and things like that. But you know, now that Christmas is over and we're on to New Year's, what are some things that you often think of? Well, and so, as you said, pulling the Christmas tree down, right? That in itself is something that you, first of all, you want to look for the dry needles. Mm-hmm. If, if the needles are falling off, get that tree out of your house right away. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you water it, it's not going to make a difference. And don't put it next to the house when you take it outside. Take it out to the alley, to the front, wherever your uh, pickup is going to happen, or or take it down to the dump. Uh, the other aspect are the lights on the house, and you mentioned it well last Ladders are not something people use every day. They can be uncomfortable, and I, I think people under and underestimate how dangerous they can be. You don't want to fall off a ladder. So yeah, no, and I think that it's you could be a couple steps up and falling at a certain height can be super detrimental, no matter what age. But then even if you're falling and you might be on a certain medication or things that could really have serious consequences. Yep. Agree. So another one around the holidays, and this is very true for my family, is cooking in the kitchen. Absolutely. You're talking about your new little niece mm-hmm. coming into the picture. It's it's really simple things, right? So if you're cooking something on the stove, move the handle to the inside of the stove so little hands don't come up and grab it and pull it down on themselves. They don't want that, you know, the hot liquid can be, it would, it would be life altering. So you don't want that. And then candles are another one. Candles put in the wrong place can catch on curtains and Mm -hmm. other things or kids play with fire. So keep an eye on candles, items like that. And and really, it's just a, a great time to be aware. People are focused on family and, and good times and, mm-hmm. and gifts, but it's also a, a high safety alert. Absolutely. And even just hearing you talk about those few different, you know, 
incidents that could occur, it just made me immediately think of our longstanding and incredible partners from the Arizona Burn Foundation and everything that they do. And we both just went to their annual Festival of Trees, which is incredible just seeing what they do in the community. And I know you've worked hand in hand with them for so long. Can you kind of describe that to those listening? I'd be happy to. In fact, at the Festival of Trees, we often hear the stories of burn victims. And another one that you don't think about with safety is gasoline. You Mm -hmm. watch movies and, you know, an arsonist goes into the house and spreads gasoline, lights a fire, and it it doesn't look like a big deal. Gasoline is very explosive. So if you're having an outdoor fire or you're burning trash in your yard, don't use gasoline to spark the fire, whatever you do. Several tales of uh, burn victims from over the year who've worked with ABF that will talk about that, and it happens so quickly. So Arizona Burn Foundation, a fantastic organization and one that not only I I would hope that our listeners would consider, Mm -hmm. you know, helping out uh, by a donation or otherwise, but also to visit their website and see what they do. It's a number of things. They help folks in the hospital. uh, They support them afterwards with supportive care, counseling, et cetera. They they do a great job. And it's really great for us to work with them because we're able to better reach the community and have that preventative educational material shared. And we're so thankful to partner with them. They recently actually helped Phoenix Fire print a bunch of pamphlets in both English and Spanish talking about celebrating safely. And I think that that cannot be underscored enough, especially on a day like today when lots of folks are going to go out side probably at 11:59 and light their fireworks. That's a large topic in the valley and you have some statistics and data that I wish you would share because it's illuminating. Yeah, no, our um fire investigations team does an incredible job collecting data and last year they were tracking data that was showing that when fireworks are permissible during those dates, the 911 calls double in the city of Phoenix, which is pretty incredible to think about. And fires also increase. And, and people underestimate this is another one, fireworks. And, and and we're just talking about the legal ones. Legal ones should be a little bit safer than the illegal ones. It, so the legal ones don't go up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're supposedly better. But things like um, sparklers and, and M80s mm-hmm. and, and things that can you know come from other sources, extremely dangerous. And then getting rid of them, right, mm-hmm. when you throw them out. So you, I, you were telling me you want to soak them yeah. for 24 hours correct on all of those pamphlets that we're handing out in the community they're being set out at the fireworks stands where people are actually purchasing them we're hoping that everyone will get one in their bags but um the information actually states that if you are after you've used fireworks or maybe it's malfunctioning soak it in water for at least 24 hours before actually throwing it away because there was a lot of data that was showing them lighting up again. Mm -hmm. And so that's something to really consider when folks are using those fireworks. But um, I'm glad that you talked about the sparklers because even the sparklers, those are so fun and you often see them at weddings and they're easy and you just, they're cute for pictures, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, there's data that's showing that those get up to 2000 degrees Mm -hmm. and you touch somebody with one of those, that could be a really, really bad burn. And so um, even talking about the Christmas trees and alleys, the alley fire fires and what that looks like if someone is shooting out fireworks from their back alley or their backyard it lands on a dry christmas tree that christmas tree's leaned up against your house something like that that could be really detrimental actually that's a common fire that you mentioned right there are people who will dispose of sometimes it's smoking materials it may 
maybe fireworks in a garbage can that's mm-hmm. near their house, right? For They haven't moved it away from the home. And then it lights up, spreads into the eaves. Next thing you know, you have an attic fire. And so all great things to think about. And then also as an adult, please watch children with fireworks. They, those things can explode in their hands, uh, tiny little fingers. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to expect. So if you are using fireworks at home, even the ones that are legal and hopefully the mm-hmm. ones that are legal, uh, make sure the kids aren't using them as well. You light them up for them. And not only watching them around fireworks, but it's something that we've really started to talk about, especially around the holidays, is watching kids around water and in the front yard in the street. So, you know, you look away for two seconds, whether you're on your phone or you're just distracted with the party going on, two seconds unattended around water or in the front yard with cars passing by could really be bad. Well, and here in Arizona, a lot of folks have people come in from out of town, Mm -hmm. right? And so children who are visiting, we really, this weather, although it's cold right now, you know, around the new year, it's still beautiful. And Mm -hmm. it's certainly not like it is in Chicago and New York. So when families bring their children here and they see a pool in the backyard, they don't understand the danger. So Mm -hmm. yes, be sure always have uh, protection around your pool, a fence, watch your children around water, keep this in mind with visitors as well. And then you wanted to talk about lithium batteries. Yes. That's another big one. Yeah, I was going to say now that, you know, the Christmas presents are open and the toys have been assembled and you've probably already run to the store to get the batteries. Now keeping the batteries in mind. So the lithium ion battery concept has been around for a while, but there's starting to be a trend in the fire service with more and more fires around these items. And, you know, from your perspective, how how have you kind of seen this evolve? So what's interesting about the lithium batteries, lithium ion, Mm -hmm. I should say, LI, is that they're not easy to extinguish. And so a a classic house fire, while still, you know, certainly a disaster for the family, dangerous for us, you put water on it. Unless there's something unusual going Mm -hmm. on, that pretty much makes it go out. Lithium ion batteries are not like that. You cannot put water on them. They they can be explosive to the extent that they suddenly flare up it happens quickly and so this is some this is an item whether it's a computer Mm -hmm. an electric bike that you've bought for one of your children you want to read the directions you want to follow them you want to ensure that you're doing everything to the letter of the law Correct. And the UL concept and having making sure that it is from the correct manufacturers and they they've they've accepted that liability. They know that this is the safest, smartest battery that you could put in this device. And so when you're looking for those toys or maybe you see it as you're assembling some of the toys after Christmas, seeing that UL, that's a stamp of security. So when you're looking at other things, if you're not seeing that UL, it's usually red stamped somewhere on the device. That that is a little bit alarming. So when you think of um, potential threats or fire dangers starting to come from lithium ion batteries, when you see something maybe start to swell in shape or maybe it's hissing or there's a gray fog coming out of it, get the device out of your house. That is signs that it could randomly explode or start fire. And like Chief Jameson said, it is really hard to put those fires out. And if you're not sure, call 911. That's exactly what we're there for. But yes, this has become a whole thing in the fire service where we 
we are now learning how to extinguish lithium-ion batteries and the car fires that come Correct. with them. It's like I said, it's not just water. It can be a 12-hour ordeal mm-hmm. in some cases. So your help as the consumer will help us as the fire department. And that's just the name of the game. Everything evolves. And if, when it wasn't just, you know, brick houses that would catch fire, <laughs> it's now something else. And so it's it's been really incredible to watch the research and just the innovation behind what Phoenix Fire is doing with trying to you know, potentially treat, put these fires out. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're always looking ahead, and and that's our job. And so, again, it's a pleasure serving the public as a longtime Phoenix firefighter, and this will probably be my last program I with know. you. So I want to take this opportunity uh, to, to thank the public. They are, we were, live in the most beautiful area. Our municipality is is just gorgeous, and the city of Phoenix leadership takes care of our, our, our residents, and they take care of us as well. So it's been a pleasure, not just working with 27 years (laughs) one of two female executive assistant chiefs it's it's incredible what you've done it's been a lot of fun and i just i you're going to be so missed work's going to be so sad without you you are you are too kind and and you know what i appreciate that but as i said once i'm out of the way you can run like a a thoroughbred you're gonna be great i i i don't know i just i really do want to congratulate you it's been an incredible career and i'm so happy for you and victor you both deserve a happy and healthy retirement. Any crazy good plans? Uh, you know, I'm, we're going to see what life brings. I've never I likened it to letting go of an airplane with a, a parachute on your back and and not knowing you know what that would feel like. We'll see. And and I don't know what's next without letting go of what's behind. So you know, I'll be in touch. Signing off for her last time. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> thank you so much, Chief Jameson. It's been a pleasure. I thank, truly thank you, truly valued this time with you. <laughs> Me as well. Thank you. For everyone listening, as always, if you see lights and sirens, please pull to the right. Have a safe and happy Sunday.